Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Trimbers. After being arrested and subsequently released by the Blink Raptors, the gals team up with Michelle Crichton to take out Joe, the Reclaimers, and Stacy. Their enemies dispatched, they prepare to exit. Michelle Crichton stays behind with the Raptors to deal with the approaching Reclaimers, Q among them. As Jessica and Barbara take a dimension door out of the dungeons and into the bursar's office on the first floor. I do declare, your honor is back in session. You enter the portal, and you appear right at the entrance of the bursar's office. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm never gonna get used to that. Okay, let's get our stuff. Let's go. Yep. All right. And uh, Jessica goes over to the cages to search. I guess. Okay. There, there's a number of cages there with a number of items. Where's our stuff? Or where's if there's anything shiny and new? I mean. You see a cage that seems to have all of your things. You see your weapons, you see your mirror, your purse, Jessica, that had all your items in it, all of your gold. They're all there in two separate cages, one for Barb, one for Jess. And then you also see a number of other cages with other items in there, if you're interested in that. Bob will take a look, I guess, while Jess, you want to try and just grab our stuff? Yeah, sure thing. (laughs) The notable things that stand out to you is you see a big rod, like a staff kind of, a little bag that kind of looks like a big coin purse, a monocle and a dagger in one. You see a ring, a bunch of cloth that looks like it might be maybe a cloak or like some sort of clothing of some kind. It's kind of bunched up, you can't tell, with a vial necklace with like a purple liquid inside. And then in a different cage, you see nothing but a single coin. That single coin, though, that's a little suspicious, don't you think? <laughs> kind of I would one. say kind of. I mean, all these things 
are interesting, and if I could yeah. get them all, I would. So what are these cages like? Are they just, like, cages with bars? Like, can I stick my hand through? Like, you know, can we do... Can we... They're very small, like, they're police evidence stuff, so you presume they're kept under key. Hmm. Fuck this key bullshit. Barbara's gonna press her ear against the door that they just, like, popped in front of just to he see if she hears anyone outside. If she doesn't, she would like to go ahead and try and just, uh... Break the lock. Yeah. You hear vague rumblings. It sounds like they're getting further and further away. Okay. The last one that you can kind of make out is someone going, come on, come on. We, we have to go. We have to go. Ricardo. Ricardo, no. Bob is going to, like, push her face away from the door again. Just, like, look down and just, like, fuck. Okay. Fuck. And Bob is just, she's going to make her way back over to the cage. She just really doesn't want to listen anymore. Okay. And would like to try and like just rip the lock off of the cage. Cool. Give me a strength check, I guess. Okay. Mm. No! It's on the floor. <laughs> it looked like you threw it to the side. I did. No! It like flew out of my hand from the side, but my table's right here. Oh! Okay, wait. I haven't touched it. Do you want to see it? Kind of, yeah. I'm going to pull you. I'm not, I didn't fucking touch it. I can't, but I'm assuming it's a natural 20. I'm taking the floor off. Hold on. For the listeners at home, Amanda threw a dice out of her hands across the room and is now moving her iPad around trying to show us. I swear on my freaking life. Okay. Okay. I believe you. So which cage were you trying to rip the lock off of? My mic is all the way over here. The one with our stuff. There's one with Jess's um, stuff and there's one with your stuff. I mean, I didn't have a lot of stuff with me. I have two brand new technically short swords. I had a crossbow, but like, I don't really need it. Um, my mirror's fucking broken. I mean... So Jess's. Jess's, yeah. You grab the lock and just... And it goes flying. Like, the top lock shatters and goes flying across the room. Oh, wow. Golly, jeez. I want to get the fuck out of here, Jess. And Jessica grabs her purse and her stuff and... She pulls out the mirror and she, she looks at Barbara and asks, uh, so uh, do we wanna just kind of proceed with what we were saying downstairs or do we wanna just call Haggy a second? I don't know what you wanna. I say, yeah, give Haggy a quick ring. Let her know what happened. Tell her we're gonna be on our way. And if she could send any sort of backup or an expedited I mean, I, form of us getting to her, that would be great. I doubt it, but... My guess is that she does know what's kind of unfolding. Well, then let's fuck it. I want to hear it from the damn horse's mouth, then. Let's give her a call. Okay. Um, all right. And uh, Jessica opens up the mirror. As you open the mirror, you find that the latch, like, is loose. Like, probably that little clip that holds it in place mm -hmm. has been broken or bent which is not the state you remember it being in when you last used it. No, certainly not. They fucked. They fucked with the fucking mirror, those fucking fucks. I mean, we asked them to try to call. Yeah, we asked them to try and call, not to fuck with the fucking mirror! I'm sorry. Okay. Jessica's gonna very carefully open the mirror, mm -hmm. like, gingerly. Yeah. It looks fine. It just looks like it might not be able to close properly anymore unless you make a small fix to it. I'll have somebody take a look at that, get its closure fixed there. But okay, and uh, Jessica's gonna wave her hand and say, call the fairest in the land. You see like the mirror like swirl. It does like a little bit of a funhouse swirl whenever you're calling, waiting for it to get picked up mm -hmm. uh, with like a slight purple tint to it. 
And then it stops swirling as if the call was not answered. Okay. Well. Understood. There are, uh, hmm, okay. That's. Well, we're on our own for now at the very least. Um, do you think this is a big enough failure for her to cut us off forever? Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, how about you put on your necklace and um, at least that way we have some sort of connection with the raptors if necessary, if Michelle's not outside this door by the time we get outside it. True. And uh, Jessica puts on the necklace. Okay. She uses prestidigitation to make a little lock pin and she's going to try to unlock Barbara's locker now. Sure. Roll a sleight of hand check for oh, me. Jess, you really don't have to do that. There's nothing important in there. And it's a nine, so... Yep, uh, the pin breaks. <laughs> nothing important is coming out of it either. Yeah, don't even worry about it. I, I appreciate you even trying, honestly. Yeah, you know, thievery was not my strong suit. Uh, didn't exactly major in that in my studies. That's okay. But I am interested in some of the other of these, these locks. <laughs> Can I roll an arcana check to see if the ring or the coin like have any like magic emanating from them? Absolutely, go ahead. That's a 16. Okay, roll two for me as you're investigating each one. And the second one's a 20, not natural. They both seem to be emanating magic. You get the feeling that the ring would have some sort of effect when worn. It's kind of like a slip on, slip off type of thing. Mm -hmm. And you get the feeling that the coin has something where it has something to do with the idea of like rolling it and like what face it lands on might bestow some sort of magical charge or ability or something. Okay, uh, Jessica's gonna take her lock pick that she produced with prestidigitation mm -hmm. and she's going to attempt to pick both of the locks. Okay, roll two sleight of hands. Okay, the first one's an 18. You almost get it, you get it right there. You feel it's about oh. to budge and then it breaks. And then the second one's a 13. So if the 18 doesn't work, it, yeah. the 13's not gonna work either. Jessica, you immediately get flashbacks to your other day <sighs> in here. Well, I mean, at least I know that you need to at least probably roll a 20 to get it. And that's just, and that's, that's just something that's not happening. That's the way the news goes, I suppose. I wonder if I could like heat the lock with firebolt and then just like break it off. You want me to try and do another, just try and rip it off? I think I got really lucky. I think there was like a lot of adrenaline going through me with that one. But I could try again. Heating the lock, you get the feeling may give you advantage. Ooh. Okay, so here's what I'll do. I'll heat the lock, and then because my strength is awful, I'll let you try to break it, yeah? Sure. All right, so Jessica's gonna cast Firebolt on both of the locks. Okay, Barb roll two strength checks. A 19 and that's a 21. Okay, first you try to open the one with the ring, the cloak, and the vile necklace. You grab the hot lock, yank on it, and like it bends a little bit, like a lot, like it's about to break, and then it gets too hot for your hand and you have to retract it because you feel yourself getting burned. Okay. And you don't quite break it. Then you try with the other one, and as you yank it down, again, it breaks. Like it, it just you bust through the melted top lock and the cage swings open. Yeah, my right is definitely stronger than my left. I gotta just, I gotta know to use the righty. Yeah. Well, there you go. 
Yep, and there's a coin in there, and you see a big smiling face on it. Well, Barbara, you were uh, very interested in the coin, so uh, please go for it, Lee. Oh, um, okay, I guess, you know, let's see how wrong this could go. And Barbara's gonna go ahead and grab the coin. <laughs> okay, you grab it. And can I look at both sides? One side had a smiley face. And the other side is a big frowny face. I see. That's fun. That's cute. okay. Um, I, do um, we want to try this other lock again? We've we seem to <laughs> at least have some kind of time at the moment. Here's hoping. I'm also hoping maybe the blink raptors will pop in once they the f- maybe finish. I don't know. Oh wait, let me let me ask. When you guys are done locking those people in those cells, would you kind of like blink over here and just say that you've completed that for me? Thanks. You get the feeling the message has been heard now that you have the necklace on. Okay. I guess in the meantime, Jessica will hit the lock with another firebolt. You get the feeling that the way the laws of nature work, if it does not succeed on this one, you may need to do something different. Okay. uh, In order for it to work. Yeah. That's a six. Okay. Yeah. You know, like how how sometimes like you heat metal to strengthen it, like to cause those (laughs) micro fractures and get them to. Yeah, you heat it, and as you kind of tug on it, it does not have as much give as before. You get the feeling that whatever shape it's been bent to, it almost feels a little sturdier in terms of breaking it with your hand. (sighs) Oops. Damn. That's a shame. I'm sorry. And then Jessica says, Oh, and uh, if you happen to find some keys... As you are uh, saying this, a blink raptor pops in right in your face. Oh, oh hi there, girl. And you see its muzzle is covered in blood. Uh, oh, okay. And it's smiling at you. Hi there, and I give it a nice little pet. That answers that question, eh, don't it, Barbara? Then it does. I don't know how many times you can do that whole dimension door thing, but... Uh, I got one more. Oh, shit. Okay. Well... I was gonna say if you want to like at least get us out of the courthouse back into like the woodsy area where we first initially kind of popped in so no one maybe hopefully sees us. Um, and Raptor, I mean, listen, if you pull Michelle out of there and she's riding on your back, I don't think anyone's gonna try and stop you guys, especially if it's just the jury out there. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they, I think they're more scared of you than they're ready to fight, so. And it pops out of existence. Okay, there's that answer, all right. Okay. And with that, Jessica is going to cast Dimension Door for the last time that she can before her next long rest to get her and Barb outside the courthouse towards like an area of cover. You can do it to the woods where you had initially cast Tiny Hut if you'd like. Yeah, let's go with that. I dig that. Yeah. Cool. Jessica, you cast the Dimension Door and you step through and you come out. On the other side, you are in the woods. You like emerge into a bush, basically. And you're from that little hidden encampment where you were kind of surveying the courthouse that night that you guys tried to break in. What you see is a number of people you don't recognize just dressed in kind of like business wear. You assume maybe these are jurors would be your guess. Uh, As you see them just kind of huddled around, one of them is kind of hitching up and like leaving. You then also see Rachel being like held by Kristoff. She seems to be very rattled. Kristoff is kind of running a hand along her back as Carla is just sobbing on the ground. Patricia Hammer is comforting Carla, who is crying on the ground. 
and you see Teresa is holding on to Martin, and Martin is in the wheelchair that you saw him building the other day. Oh, wow. He's finished its construction, and you see he is like trying to enter the court. You can't quite hear what's going on, but they seem to be arguing, and Martin's trying to get inside, but Teresa's like holding him and not, not letting him go. <sighs> There. Ugh, these load times are unbearable. This, this is the halftime app with Nikki B. Yes, sir. I'm going all in with this new year, new Nikki. I'm super punctual now with my Drimbus clock. I've got all my favorite snacks on the go with my Drimbus backpack. And my stylish new black Drimbus hoodie is perfect for ninja school. I'm all drimmed up, baby. Drimbus stickers, Drimbus fridge magnets, Drimbus pillows. I got them all at Drimbus.com slash merch. But, but how will I know when new merch drops? <gasps> or new episodes? Oh, <gasps> or new bonus content. The Not-So-Daily Drimbus Weekly Newsletter. It fills me up with updates on everything Drimbus and Baller Monsters, Magic Items, Subclasses, and more to use in your own games like the Cocaine Bear, the Skull of Yorick, Pact of the Moon Knight Warlock, Druid Circle of the Sea, and more. It's a quick one today, guys. What can I say? It's a quick little ad for you, so I'm going to put you back in. But before I do, I got to thank, I got to thank the patrons that we've got. So here we go. Jerry Benetados, thank you. Queso Loco, thank you. Greta and Beignet, thank you. Alejandro Lopez, thank you. Ace Andrews, thank you. Thomas Murphy, thank you. Regina Russell, thank you. Salty, thank you. Adrian Bundy, thank you. Sam Olivos, thank you. Jordan Cobb, thank you. The Unnamed Rogue, Thank you. John Gillette, thank you. Chloe G, thank you. Conair on DVD, thank you, buddy. NB Star, thank you. Doubtful Guest, uh, thank you. Michael Richters, thank you. Davis Walden, thank you. Denny Dewdrop, thank you. Myth Mouse, thank you. Will Woodwall, thank you. Kelly Wolf, thank you. Brandon M. Bishop, thank you. Bridge, thank you. Twiglets, thank you. Joanna, thank you. Westberger, thank you. Stan Sitzman, thank you. Scrambles, the death dealer, thank you. Aaron Adams, thank you. Nathan Mesner, thank you. Rue Thanatos, thank you. Morgan Lawson, thank you. Olivia Hill, thank you. Wilhelm Fox, fucking thank you. Trip, thank you. And Carrie Holmes, thank you. Check out Drimbus.com slash merch if you want to be remotely as cool as me. Here's our stop. The episode's just up ahead. Enjoy it. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so uh, while we're just waiting here for uh, Michelle to pop on out of there, how are we feeling about everything that's happening? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Jess, I don't even think I'm supposed to feel. And I, I can't believe how much I feel. I hate, I don't, I don't, I don't like any of this. I don't like any of it. I've, it's been so, everything's happening so quick. We've had to make all these stupid, quick decisions and I don't like it. Well, I'm not sure I like the decisions we've been making lately either. In fact, I, I, I know deep down that I don't feel good about it. And I know that those reoccurring nightmares are exactly why probably I'm having them. So, uh, do we, do we carry on with these, these things that are making us feel this way or, or, um, do we turn over a, a new leaf? And Jessica kind of like plucks a leaf from the bush in front of them and she kind of just is like turning it over in her hand and she's not looking at Barbara. She can't like bring herself to look mm -hmm. out of fear of what she might see. It's a very literal, um, very literal action I see you've taken there. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 uh, I... As a as an author, I I like to no I to yeah. really paint a picture. No, I really I I you know it. I appreciate it. I do. Um, I'm a visual mm. learner, so it kind of makes sense. Um, Jess, I don't know what to say. I mean, I've got the necklace now. I'm pretty confident the raptors would follow my command. If we wanted to to turn against um, Michelle and kind of, I know that death isn't necessarily gonna fix everything, but it, I don't know if it's gonna help or hurt. I just don't know anymore. I guess it depends if we want to go back to Haggy or not. If we go back to her, obviously we we messed up. A lot. I messed up a lot along the way, and um, if we were to go back to her, I think at least having Michelle with us might lessen the blow. Le leverage, leverage some. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, Haggy's kind of all I know. That's kind of why I guess this whole time. I don't know, I feel like I've been doing what, obviously what she told me, or what I think is, kind of lines up with what she would want, but I don't feel good with all of that. I don't, I don't like what we did. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Listen, I know you, you might not know too much about the whole Warforged thing and, um, we're very much people to take one for the team. We'll take the hit over someone else. It's kind of what we're 
meant to do. Hey, no, no, we're not talking. We're not. No, I'm not. I'm not hearing anything Jess, about just, that I'm right now. I'm just saying, though, if, if, if there's a shot out there, you know, I asked you at the very beginning of when we first started, you know, doing this whole thing, this whole gals thing, and I love it. I love it. But, you know, I... At any point, if you started to have your doubts so you actually wanted to get out of this, especially after this whole freaking mess that I definitely opened up for us, I would completely understand and... Hell, Haggy doesn't even... Haggy doesn't even need to know. To her, for all she could know, you could be dead. You could be dead. Michelle could be dead. I... Well, she knows I... I she knows I won't be dead, but... Um, I'm just saying, if you wanted to clean a break or didn't want to have that confrontation I don't blame you and um, I actually might be able to help you there the choice is yours and then out of the front of the courthouse you see Michelle bursts out on one of the raptors back the two more injured raptors behind her <laughs> Yes, my pretties! You see Carla immediately like stumbles back onto the ground. The jurors that you don't know, book it out of there. Kristoff kind of backs up, putting himself in the way of them and Rachel. Patricia immediately grabs up, grabs the scythe and points it at one of the raptors, tries to help Carla get up to like pull her away. You get the feeling they're trying to retreat as Kristoff and Rachel begin to move off. Teresa grabs Martin and they begin moving, but Martin turns around to look at his daughter you see Carla is just like sobbing still on the ground and she looks up with these red eyes and she starts, you, you can't even really hear it from here because you're so far off, there's also distant. Mm -hmm. But you hear her begin singing like this furious, I guess like aria almost, let's call it Carla's Lament. And and you you just hear the reverberations into the center here. And you see Michelle, she holds her and she goes, ah, ah. You see the raptors are kind of not liking it. They're going <laughs> And you get the feeling that this is about to turn real ugly real fast. <laughs> oh god, Barbara. I I Do you want to just let that play out or do you want to have a hand in it? I just don't want to see the raptors get hurt. You don't want to see the raptors get hurt. I mean, you're very much the kind of person that will watch a movie and if a person dies, who cares? The dog is dead, that's what you're crying about. I understand. I just wanted to I put am, that into I perspective. I the John Wick of this universe. I wanted to put it into perspective for you, that is all. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. That's okay. I don't know, I just feel like I have a connection with no, them. you definitely do. They still love you even without the necklace. But you got the necklace. And Jessica says, Blink out to the raptors. Okay, there's no even word behind it. You can feel this is like a gut-wrenching fucking, like she is sobbing in song mm -hmm. and it just reverberates out. You see even Martin and Teresa put their hands to their heads. They go, ah, as this seems to radiate out in a circle. You say blink out right as it's hitting them. The raptors go, <laughs> they begin to bleed from their noses a little bit, oh, no. as does Michelle and the raptors blink out and Michelle Michelle falls to the ground. How far is Michelle? For the sake of making it interesting, let's say it's a dashable distance, so 60 feet. Jessica is going to cast a firebolt at Michelle. <gasps> a 17 to hit. That hits, roll for damage. 
That is 11 damage. You cast this fireball as Michelle has fallen. She begins bleeding from her nose. You see, like, she's in pain, like it's hurting her, but you get the feeling she's not, like, getting injured terribly by the song. And then immediately, if you were one of the people in that cluster, you just see this giant bolt of flame fly out from the bushes and bury itself in Michelle's core. And she's like convulsing on the ground. The raptors have blinked out and Carla is just singing to the detriment of everyone around her. You see Teresa like collapses on the ground. Martin is holding his head in his chair, like trying to stay conscious as Carla just continues to let out this billowing. You see Patricia comes and Martin is like starting to lose consciousness in the chair. She like enters the field of the song and just kind of shoulder chucks Martin's wheelchair and begins trudging through you. See, she begins bleeding from her nose as well. She grabs her mom by the hand and is doing her best to get them all out of the field, pushing them further and further away. Carla is on her knees, screaming up to the fucking heavens. And most of the people are beginning to make their way out at this point. Kristoff and Rachel back off. You get the feeling that you do not want to enter this field. Michelle looks around. She goes, come to me. And she seen that the raptors are nowhere to be found at this particular point in time. The raptors blink in next to the two of you. And they kind of look at Michelle like a dog waiting to have the leash taken off. You see their eyes are peeled wide and they are watching. You get the feeling this is highly distressful for them. We're going to say that Michelle picked up a sword from one of the reclaimers on the way out. She was wielding it in one hand and wielding the reins to the blank raptor in the other. She's going to violently and wildly, viciously lash out at Carla. Oh my God, she rolls a fucking natural one. She stabs herself. Um, she goes to swing the sword at Carla and the singing intensifies. You see a big gush of blood drop out of the nose and she like loses motor control for a second and the sword just goes flying off the cliff that the courthouse is perched on. Carla continues to hold the singing as she grips her by the neck and begins dragging her towards the edge of the cliff where she just threw the sword off. I'm obsessed. She can only move so much because she's so concentrating on the song, but this looks like some scene out of a dramatic ass fucking opera as she has Michelle by the neck and is going, <laughs> dragging her closer to the cliff. Jessica, it is your turn. Jessica is going to use a bonus action to cast a first level hex on Michelle. Okay, you see that purple light fly to Michelle from a distance. And as we've now seen both the firebolt and the purple light go over, the people who are now out of the field, so Kristoff, Rachel, the three hammers that are currently there, they kind of look off and you see they begin investigating the bushes and Kristoff in particular is ahead of everyone else, like holding them back, being like, we don't know what's in there, but you see he's scanning the area. And then Jessica is going to cast a third level magic missile at Michelle. Oh, okay, how much damage does that do? At this point, the blink raptors begin like tugging on you, like they're nuzzling against you, but kind of frantically, almost snapping at you and like pointing at Michelle going <laughs> Like they really feel the need to do something, but you have given them the command. Jessica creates five bolts of magic missile. You oh see her God. nails extend in these purple pinpricks. And she turns to the raptors and he goes, 
Listen, I know this is difficult to understand, but your mommy is not a great person, okay? And I mean, neither am I, but I think I'll treat you with a little bit more respect. And she sends the magic missiles flying to Michelle for 17 damage. And the hex does an additional five necrotic damage. You shoot off those little purple, like, pinprick darts, and you see as Carla's dragging her to the cliff by the neck going, Michelle is clawing at her hand, digging her nails in, trying to free herself, desperately trying to call. She goes, Pretties, Pretties, help, help. Carla's just fucking resolute. Her arm is beginning to bleed from Michelle tearing into her, but she is dragging her to the cliff. And you see, as these darts fly through Michelle, leaving like little pinprick holes in her, and you see blood begin to drip down her torso from these holes. And she goes, and she's still alive. But then you see this light purple ooze glow from each of the holes as it comes back up the neck. You see kind of like that false life she took. You see those black veins enlarge and gorge. And then Racina, she goes, And then her eyes go blank as she stills. And Carla sees this finishes twisting the neck and throws her off the cliff as her lifeless body tumbles down to the sea. And Carla just collapses. The song ends and she just falls in the snow. Okay. So, uh... At this point, okay. the raptors then let out a... And they start like throwing themselves against the ground, almost like they're in physical pain, but you can tell it's more akin to like a toddler, like tantrum, just rolling around on the ground. And all this noise is very clearly drawing the attention of everyone else. And you see Kristoff very like pointedly looks to where you guys are and sees you. Um. Blink out and get out of here. They're still screaming like. <laughs> and they look at you and one of the raptors like literally twitching, crying like. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's trying to look at you, Jessica. And he looks from you to your necklace and like kind of snaps at it. But you see like, it's almost like he can't like involuntarily. He can't get at the necklace. In a few seconds, you'll blink out and you'll get out of here and you'll start your own life, okay? And Jessica takes the necklace off and puts it around the neck of the raptor. You put it around the neck of the raptor, and as you do, it looks like deep into your eyes. It's still like you feel its muscles twitching as you run it along its thick, sinewy neck, and it immediately pounces on you, knocking you into the ground. Both of its claws on your shoulders. It leans down to your face and breathes as you feel the hot air and the saliva as it opens its jaws right around your face going. No one will have to tell you what to do ever again. Just go. And all three of them blink out. <sighs> Jessica lets out a long exhale. She looks over to Barbara and goes, do you wanna get out of here? Or? Should we go say hi? Jessica. Barbara. 
Kristoff very slowly makes his way. You see he turns like the other people are looking at you and he says, stay back. Jessica. Barbara. Jessica gets up off the ground and looks over towards Kristoff and goes, well, hiya there, and gives a little wave. What have you done? Well, stopped an escaping prisoner that was trying to get out of their sentence. Where is she? Where is who? He just stares at me. No, honestly, I, I don't, don't play the pronoun game with me. I'm not sure what you mean. Where is Agatha? Where is Hagatha? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure, to be quite honest with you. Why did you do this? Why? As he's saying this, you see the roots begin to grow out around his feet. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Did you try to go see her? Did you try to visit her at the lighthouse? No, but the reclaimers told me everything. Don't try lying. What did they tell you? They told me how you attacked. They told me to... No, I'm asking the questions here. Who sent you? Why? Why did you do this? We lost so many people today. That wasn't part- We didn't, we didn't do that. We, 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 Michelle let Enough us with the lies. Our community has suffered enough. Then we'll leave you in peace and we'll go, okay? I will make my life's work to find you and everyone responsible for what happened here today and bring you to true justice. Honestly, I hope you do. I hope you get that chance. And when you do, Kristoff, you better fucking take it. If I didn't believe in the power of true justice, I'd kill you where you stand. And he retracts the roots and turns around and walks towards all of the party who have been watching this interaction from a few feet away. And you just see fear in all of their eyes, like they are staring at the devil himself. Jess, it, it's, it's time to go. And Bob is just gonna kind of grab a hand and start making a way away from everyone else, probably deeper into the woods, but just fucking walking out of here. To where? Well, um, we could always head towards Serenity. I have some pull there, I think, still. So that could be a, a safe place to return and kind of figure out what comes next. That sounds like a good start to me. Okay. You head on southeast towards maybe serenity end of session <laughs> this has been your honor your honor features the vocal talents of michael pisani as jessica felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. 
If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes. Or go to patreon.com slash drimbus. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show after the drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try sleep sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. <laughs> Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh. Your heart is racing. How can you tell? You're lying on top of me. What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher. You know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? Thanks for the pills, Lils. Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts.